0: Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, the Lakers lost a game that they were up by 23 points, a game that Russell Westbrook himself called a must-win, and now uh, I think are are pretty much destined at best for the 10 seed in that play-in game and are really looking for answers. Let's take a quick look at the box score here. So uh, of the Lakers' big offseason acquisitions, or just even if you don't want to call them big, but of the Lakers acquisitions that were made in the offseason after the Russell Westbrook trade, obviously Kendrick Nunn didn't play tonight. He hasn't played all year. Trevor Ariza was seen as the linchpin to the offseason um, given the position that he plays. He does not play at all in the biggest game of the season. Kent Basemore was seen as potentially the starting shooting guard, or was at one point the starting shooting guard. He doesn't play at all. Wayne Ellington uh, was reported to be the starting shooting guard when the Lakers roster was being put together. Uh, He doesn't play at all in the biggest game of the season. Avery Bradley gets a DNP CD as well. Uh, It's just, you know, Russell Westbrook winds up being, uh, having a game low, minus 18 on the night. Uh, He was the big acquisition. So it's just like, I see a lot of people are really angry at, at Frank Vogel. Well, and there were some aspects of this game that obviously I would probably tweak from his perspective too. But I just keep coming back to this roster is just bad. Like It's bad under the best of circumstances. And then when you take out Anthony Davis from it, it's just you have stretches where it looks okay. But for the most part, those stretches are basically just fool's gold. And, you know, LeBron finishes the game 39 points, 8 um, 7 of 13 from the three point line, 9 boards, 5 assists, 4 turnovers, uh and and you know, the offense a, a, apart from him, aside from him, is just kind of non-existent. And that was going to be the thing allegedly that Russell Westbrook was going to help with. And you know, I, you look at you look at these minutes and, and this like when you want to talk about coaching, here's what it kind of looks like, right? So LeBron plays 42 minutes, Russ plays 32 minutes, Dwight plays 33, which is a lot of Dwight. Some of that has to do with uh, Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, some of it also has to do with the fact that I just don't think Frank Vogel really trusts winning Gabriel. Gabriel plays 18, Mello plays 15, Stanley Johnson 19, Taylor Horton Tucker 21, DJ Augustine 12. Like it's just a lot of guys that are playing just enough to kind of get into the rhythm of the game but there's no real direction there in terms of what the game was actually calling for and who was actually playing well and not to say that any of those guys were playing particularly well i they they weren't nobody was really kind of blowing uh, you know blowing my socks off but but you're still looking at a at at a, a game where the game plan seems to have been fire a bunch of shit at the wall and hope something sticks and given that it's the biggest game of the season and that's your approach that's the way that you're going to handle that game you know, like when you want to criticize Frank Vogel, that's what you could talk about. But I think, again, and 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 this can be a Frank thing. This can be a coaching staff thing. I think it's just a general lack of leadership thing. Uh, but like LeBron was shooting the absolute crap out of the ball. He was on fire in the first half. And, you know, it was a lot of those threes from the deep left wing, um, some bailout shots and stuff like that. And I thought it kind of turned into watch LeBron ball. And, I, 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 you know, we've said this all year. The Lakers are at their best when they're getting stops and getting out in transition. And you have, and they're coming at teams in waves. And they go at teams in waves. And, you know, when Wayne and Gabriel only plays 18 minutes, he's one of the better athletes on the team. When Stanley Johnson only plays 19 minutes, and he's one of the better athletes on the team. I get, just, And the Lakers go right back to, these stationary defenders and these stationary shooters that just don't really threaten you outside of making their shots, that's that's the identity that really hurt them all year. And, you know, we had seen them go to, over the last handful of games, more of the bigger, stronger, faster ball. And it, you know, look, the Lakers were still, in those four games before this one, a 500 team, but it was still... A team that looked like you know that looked competitive, that looked like they cared, and those things. And in the second half, neither of those things were true. And you know, I, I I tweeted after the game, and I stand by it. I've said it all year. This team just doesn't really respect the game of basketball. Like the basketball gods are looking at this team, and they're just saying, "Well, bleep you too, then." You know, uh, and and I think this game was a perfect encapsulation of that, where the Lakers jump out to this crazy lead. Um, they do what they have to. They, they jumped out to a big lead in the first quarter. Remember, they gave that up. Then they took care of business, um, you know, in, in in the second quarter um, after, you know, getting punched in the mouth. They kind of they, they rebounded. They got back to that identity. And then in the third quarter, they just sleepwalked. And it's 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 again, it's it's just a perfect amalgamation of all of the frustrations that we have had with this team where please just continue to do the things that you know we know you can do to win. Uh, and and just the continued pursuit of winning on on in their way with their identity that they want, rather than the identity that, you know, the season has chosen for them, it's just it's it's a lack of respect for the game. you sometimes you just have to, at some point, adapt and consistently embrace the identity that is going to be most successful for you. And ever since the Lakers won a championship, by the way, they just haven't embraced that identity. The championship season, they won bigger, stronger, faster. Good defenders, solid defenders all over the courts. Uh, the, the court players who weren't going to to f up your your night on offense with with poor decision making. And like Russ, only had. Uh, the three turnovers tonight but he had plenty of shots that like are essentially turnovers as well and and the Lakers saw that championship and decided like I understand if the Lakers are basically saying look it's going to be a lot to ask Danny Green who was already kind of hobbled and he hasn't looked the same since Um, it's a lot to ask him to be ready to play in a month Um, and and you know same goes for some for some of the other decisions that were made on on the peripheries of that roster and the one to follow but what you do is you replace those players with players who are like who bring some of the same things and allow you to maintain that same identity that won you a championship and the Lakers just in 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 the macro have run away from that identity and then over the course of the season in the micro you see it game in game out where bigger stronger faster gets you out to either either helps you climb back into a game that you fell out of because you tried to embrace this different identity of, of, you know, small and skillful and, and no, it's just, it's just, you know, we see these three guard lineups, we see these stupid uh, possessions that are just ISO after ISO after ISO without really calling a play or a set. and, and, Like this game, while it was kind of shocking as it happened, I'm sure if you're listening to this right now, you weren't exactly surprised. So what does this mean moving forward? Take a look at the standings. The uh, Pelicans are now ahead of the Lakers for that 9 seed. That's probably where they're going to wind up. I believe they have the tiebreaker now too. So Pelicans are going to be at 9. Lakers are sitting at 10. With 29 or with uh, 43 losses, San Antonio is sitting at 11 with 44 losses. Uh, they look. This is going to come right down to the wire, and a lot of it is going to have to do with teams that uh, you know are are deciding on on different aspects of their season. So, if you get a good team, maybe you you catch them on a night where they don't really care as much and they want to rest some guys. Uh, if you're playing a bad team, they might be worse because. They are vying for positions in the lottery, uh, but but still, I, you know, with the Lakers being only uh, you know a, a game up on San Antonio and San Antonio having a slightly easier end of the season record or uh, schedule, I don't know. I mean, I, I've told you guys a while back, I, I didn't think that the Lakers were going to make the play in, and now it's really kind of starting to look like a potential reality, and it's just. It's the kind of reality, even if I predicted it, that I can't quite wrap my head around. But if it does happen, heads should roll this off season. This, uh, the, the, I just, I just outlined the off season to you. How this went in the biggest game of the season. Uh, the Lakers have they, they play the Pelicans again this week, but this was the biggest game of the season, and I thought it was just a a a, a perfect, just summary poo-poo platter of everything that has been so frustrating about this season injuries bad habits turnovers apathy all of the above way to go that's going to do it for this episode of the lakers lowdown podcast make sure you guys check out the can you dig it guys they are going to recap and and react to last night's game and tonight's episode of winning time so you're going to want to enjoy that Tomorrow, we are slightly switching up the schedule because of a guest situation here. Uh, So, the Taco Tuesday guys are going to be Taco Monday guys, and I'm going to be recording on Tuesday. I'm also going to do a Spaces, I think, depending on when that guest prefers to record. So, we'll see how that goes as well. Until all of that, and until I talk to you guys next time, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.